why teaching? Why is that important? Hey everybody, it's Scott Stewart, and this is Morning on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee, and I am not Chris Yao. And I'll tell you a little bit about that before we move on any further. Main Street Media has developed uh, some regional areas. Uh, the Southern Middle Tennessee re regional area involves Pulaski, uh, Giles County, Lawrence County, and Murray County. Uh, the uh, Northwest region where Chris is, will be working from uh, going forward is Dixon, Fairview, Clarksville, Cheatham County, and Robertson County. So Chris is still going to be around uh, Murray County for a while, but he's going to be working in those other areas, and you're stuck with me, and I'm sorry about that. But so what's going to happen with our uh, with our show is for the from the beginning we're going to kind of reel back a little bit, maybe not as much features until we can until we can all get our our bearings as to what's going on and where we're going and how we're doing everything. But we're going to continue to provide you guys with the best coverage in all of our counties. I, it's just going to make us stronger that we're all working together. So uh, I'm excited to be part of Murray County. I've already been up there covering some stuff this week and can't wait to meet you guys in Murray County uh, and uh, start building the same kind of things that we have in, in uh, Giles and, and, and uh, Lawrence County. And, uh, you know, all of these all these papers are strong. All these communities are strong. We're just going to pull them all together. So I just want to let you guys know what's going on with uh, Main Street Media. I, I will be your uh, your publisher in the Southern Middle Tennessee area, and our friend Chris Yao has moved to be the publisher in the Northwest Middle Tennessee region. So wish Chris nothing but but uh, the best of luck. I know he'll do great, and uh, I just hope you guys will give us a little grace as we take as we uh, make this transition. So hey, let's get started off this week with the Main Street Murray Wrap. Spring Hill eyes the, the purchase of a historic home, Ferguson Hall. With the start of the African American History Month, Columbia artist Kenitra Bumpus, her art is showcased at the Visit Columbia Welcome Center. And finally on the front, a hole and wall woman faces charges in a robbery incident. Inside, the Columbia Arts Council has a new member. Spring Hill is set to host Horse Management Field Day. The state has announced availability of grants for school emergency alert system. Murray Regional adds a couple of new doctors and Mount Pleasant hosted a recent chamber event. All the best deals are at Piggly Wiggly and all the Piggly Wiggly deals are in Main Street Murray. So pick yours up. Make sure you get it. Open it up. There it is, right in the middle. Two pages worth of deals for Piggly Wiggly in every Main Street Murray each week. Also, community calendar, obituaries, Mo Patton's coming up with sports right here in just a minute. All of it right here on Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee, and all of this in Main Street, Murray. Pick yours up today. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily, as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the pig. Having a good, confident smile and being able to 
portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Hey, welcome back to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Maurice Patton, sports editor of Main Street Murray, with your roundup of what we've got in print this week and what we'll have coming up. Big story from last week as Columbia native and former Tennessee, sport, uh, Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association Executive Director Bernard Childress will be among the TWSAA's eight-member Hall of Fame induction class for 2024. They will be recognized at a luncheon in April over at MTSU. Obviously, Coach Childress served as executive director of the TWSAA for the last 13 years of his 28-year career with the organization. So again, we've got an article on that in print this week in Main Street Murray. Be sure and pick it up. Also, coverage of the second meeting between Columbia Central and Spring Hill, now that they are both in the same district, it's a two times a year regular season series for those two, and we've got coverage of that doubleheader. Summit was in the state wrestling duels this past weekend up at the Williamson County Ag Expo. We've got some coverage of that, as well as a top 10 matchup on the hardwood between Independence and Ravenwood out of District 10-4A. See how that went. We've got... This week's schedule, which includes some postseason play, we've got box scores from last week's performances. We've got um, your stat leaders on the hardwood, your scoring leaders and your three-point leaders from across the Main Street Murray coverage area. Also, an article on Columbia Central running back Caden McCoy. He's set to sign a college scholarship during the National Letter of Intent signing period that begins on Wednesday. See where he's going, and you can check the website at MainStreetMurray.com to see other comings and goings of some of our local uh, standouts as well. So we'll have all of that. We'll have more basketball coverage this week. We will have the region wrestling tournaments this weekend. All of that online at MainStreetMurray.com and in print next week in Main Street Murray. So be sure and check that out. Now, Pulaski Citizen Sports Editor Wade Neely is going to update you on what's going on a little south of us. Hey folks, Wade Neely here, sports editor at the Pulaski Citizen. Time for another update of what's going on in this week's edition of the Citizen. We uh, had a jam-packed week of sports as teams have frantically tried to re uh, resume a sense of normalcy after missing all those games a couple of weeks ago with the snow and make up the games they did. We kickstart things with the Richland Raiders and Richland Lady Raiders, both schools going 2-0. and The Lady Raiders got a 62-19 to win on Friday versus Hampshire. That capped a week in which they also got a 54-16 to win versus Santa Fe. Lady Raiders are now 17-5. and five. They are 6-0, and, oh, and they are firmly, I mean firmly in the driver's seat 
in the 10A title race. Similar script for the boys. They got a massive and much needed win on Tuesday, 53 to 41 versus Santa Fe. Wildcats were with really limited services for Auden Slaughter, their all state, all everything caliber guard. But Richland got the win, and Richland is now even in the loss column with Santa Fe. Those two teams will enter the final week of the regular season in a dead heat for first place. Richland bookended uh, that win with a nice 65 17 win versus Hampshire. Raiders are now 14-7 and seven overall, but are, again, 5-1 and one in district play heading into the final week of the season. Switching gears, the GCHS ladies, they had a tumultuous week, uh, had an incident after the Tuesday loss to Marshall County, and a couple of players uh, have been suspended. So they had a very thin bench to work with as they played three games in four nights. They followed up Tuesday's loss to Marshall County with a very spirited effort, but a loss nonetheless uh, by 10 points to Murfreesboro Central Magnet. And then on Friday night, GCHS, the ladies just ran out of steam. The, the bench uh, depth there kind of caught up to them, and GCHS was unable to come up with the win. Lady Bobcats are now 4-20 and 20 on the year, still looking for their first district win heading into the final week of the season. And for the boys, it was a frustrating week as well, as they got a win versus Magnet on Thursday, 45-40. to 40. But that was sandwiched between two agonizing losses. GCHS lost to Marshall County by three. They lost to Franklin County by three. And both games came down to the buzzer as J.C. on Coffee had a three-pointer in both of those games that would have tied it and sent it to overtime. And unfortunately, both three-pointers painstakingly off the iron as GCHS enters the final week. They're 15-10, and 10, and they are 2-6 and six in the district. Uh, we'll finish with a losing record in district play, which is disappointing, uh, but they certainly will have a chance to improve uh, more on them as uh, we outro here in just a second. Finally, in our uh, sports section, we always have words from our good friend Larry Woody. Uh, make sure you check out Woody's Woods and Waters each and every single week. But we also had a special feature this week on UT Southern, kind of a grab bag, a notebook of sorts, UTS Baseball. Opened up their season last weekend. They went one and three versus visiting Ottawa, Kansas. And on the hardwood, Coach Dugan Line, we uh, had a special shout out to Coach Dugan Line, Firehawks men's basketball coach. He earned career victory number 100. And the Firehawks are also ranked in the top 10 for the first time in over uh, a decade, really nearly a decade, I should say, as UTS is ranked number 10. There will be one or two final editions of the poll, but the Firehawks are in great position to get back to the national tournament after missing out a year ago. Speaking of rankings, women's golf is in the top 25 for the very first time in program history as they check in at number 25. We have a feature on them. They are uh, going to be opening up their season later this month. Things to come, we have a, a feature story coming up on Kamari Turner and Amari Smith, two really good standouts for the GCHS football team, both of those young men. Uh, we're all state selections, so we sat down with them, and we'll kind of highlight uh, what led them to getting that all-state nod. And as always, we'll have games. We're broadcasting today from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's recording this on a Tuesday. Giles County will be on the road tonight at Murfreesboro Central Magnet. Richland will play tonight at Cleoka. And then on Thursday of this week, Richland will play host to Loretto, and Giles County will travel to Tullahoma. All of those games will be broadcast on Pulaski Citizen Live. And yours truly, along with Mark Mize and Jennifer Hawkins, will bring you the action 
from those two sets of double headers. So it's going to be a fun week as we close out the regular season on the hardwood, and we still got a lot more featured. If you miss any of this in print, you can check it out online always at PulaskiCitizen.com. That is our citizen update from the sports section. I'm your sports editor, Wade Neely, saying so long. See you next time. Hey, guys, it's me again, and this is Pulaski Citizen Wrap for this week. In the Pulaski Citizen, Hunter McMillan is our citizen spotlight this week. The Eagle Scout is part of our celebration of 114 years of Boy Scouts in America, and he holds that spot of honor. You know where it is, right at the top of the front page of this week's Pulaski Citizen. Also on the front this week, we have an update on the lockdown last week, last Wednesday at the UT Southern Campus, how it came to be and how it was handled by local law enforcement. Giles County has received a grant for the construction of EV charging stations as part of an effort to locate these stations along the interstates and major highways like US 64. The PS Power Board is considering a bond issuance and is expected to vote on whether to issue $10 million worth of bonds um, when they meet later this month. Inside, it's around the square week, and this week we're featuring our friends right down the street, Reeves Drugstore. Also, find out what's happening all around the square on page A2. We have a sample ballot for the upcoming primary on A4, and UT Southern is hosting a conference on children's literature for K-5 through teachers uh, coming up. In Lifestyles, our uh, writer from Lawrence County, Carrie Staggs, has a great feature on a Giles County woman who is making mercy mats out of plastic bags to help people in our community that need them. Giles Pass highlights Buford Station this week, obituaries, backward glances, property transfers, church page, community briefs, so much more every week in the Pulaski Citizen. Wade will be here in just a few minutes with sports to tell us all about it, what's going on in Giles County. It's all in this week's edition of the Pulaski Citizen. Get yours in markets all across the county or pick you up a subscription. Just call 363-3544. We'll be right back after this. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. I've always met wildest expectations as far as taking care of my teeth and my health. You know, teeth health is very important now to your heart. And I told him one day, I said, I'd love to have nice teeth and nice hair. And uh, he said, uh, well, I can take care of the teeth, but I can't take care of the hair. And I said, you can make my teeth? He said, yeah. I said, well, let's go for it. And he did. And I have been tremendously pleased. Dr. Hart, if you need him at night, he's here. This staff here will take care of you 24-7. You don't have to worry about, I can't get a hold of my dentist, my tooth's hurting. No, they will be here for you. And if I could get Dr. Hart to take that same artistry that he has and grow hair, then he would, he would be double rich. Hey guys, guess who? Yep, it's me again, and this is the Lawrence County wrap for this week. The county commission met last week in Lawrence County, but they did not award a contract for the disposal of solid waste from the local transfer station. 
Sandy Mashburn has coverage of last week's county commission meeting at the top of page one this week. Also on the front is the story of an Iron City man charged with attempted murder in Alabama. County employees participated in the Red Sand Project, pretty interesting project, is to bring awareness to the ongoing issues related to human trafficking and modern slavery. The sidewalk cracks were filled with red sand to represent the people who fall through the cracks and into uh, human trafficking and becoming victims of that. Uh, finally, on the front page, Carrie Staggs has an article highlighting the Lawrenceburg Board Games Club. That's right. Very interesting club. You need to find out all about it and how you can be a member, if you love board games, how you can be a member of the Lawrenceburg Board Game Club. Inside, Southern Title and Escrow had their ribbon cutting recently right here in Lawrenceburg, and we've got an update, a, a legislative update from Senator Paige Wally. We've got comics, puzzles, obituaries, town criers, community briefs, classifieds, and more. Our lifestyles, we have Lawrence County High School's uh, Winter Guard placed third in a recent competition. We've got Summertown uh, Elementary Honor Roll. Uh, the Chick Chain registration is up. And the Mars Hill Community Club news in this week's Lifestyles. In sports, Summertown and Loretto split their games last week with the Lady Eagles pulling out the win at home and the Mustangs picking up the road win. Lawrence County girls picked up two wins on a road trip last week and the Wildcats completed a two-game sweep of Franklin County. And the Loretta girls also started this week in first place in district. All those articles are right there in the B section this week of Lawrence County Advocate, all with pictures. Uh, we hope you enjoy our sports coverage, and uh, we're just looking to make it even better. And don't forget, by the way, basketball district tournament action starts up next week. All of this is available in this week's Lawrence County Advocate, and you can get your copy this week at stores all across Lawrence County. But we also have something new to offer. Uh, if you'd like to have the Lawrence County Advocate sent to you at your home each week, you can do so by giving us a call at 762-1726. Now, there is a charge. It's a subscription. We're not going to start charging for all of our copies. We are going to continue to send the Lawrence Advocate to markets all across Lawrence County for free. But we've had so many people that say they would, they would be willing to pay just to have it delivered to their homes, and we want to uh, reach out to those folks as well. And that's what we're trying to do. So we're offering a subscription option for those who have requested it. Make sure, however you get it, you get yourself a copy of Lawrence County Advocate each week. Thank you, Lawrence County. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today. Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Kelly Ross and in for Ben Luna on this chilly start to what is shaping up to be a very nice February day here in the region. Overall, we are starting off in the 30s this morning. We will eventually get back into the 60s this afternoon. Low to mid 60s expected. You can see that here on your Build Your Day forecast brought to you by our friends at Parks Lumber Company. Overall, a few clouds passing through this afternoon, but a partly cloudy sky at most. Otherwise, plenty of sunshine is once again in our forecast for today for this morning again starting off in the 30s eventually getting up into the 40s 50s very quickly and then into the lower to mid 60s by this afternoon a mainly clear sky and no rain chance for today a few passing clouds is all that we will have to worry about in the sky for the rest of today overall for this evening temperatures will fall back into the 40s and we are expecting low temperatures Thursday morning into the lower 40s to upper 30s 
Thursday will start off sunny and clear, but then cloud cover will continue to increase throughout your Thursday ahead of our next weather maker here in the region. And once it starts, it's going to unfortunately be with us for a few days. So enjoy this nice weather while we've got it because as early as Friday morning, we are going to start to see rainfall move into the region and kind of spotty at first, but then it will fill in for the rest of the day. Maybe a few thunderstorms in the mix, not expecting any severe weather, but expecting showers and storms to continue Friday into Friday night into Saturday morning, into Saturday night. You kind of get the gist for the weekend and that is what we have to expect. Here's a breakdown of the rain chances for the next few days overall for today and tomorrow though we should stay dry until tomorrow night overnight into your Friday morning. That's where we're going to start to see the first raindrops of the unsettled weather pattern. And then we are going to see more of a scattered to widespread coverage heading into your Friday, Saturday and the first part of Sunday, continuing still into Monday morning of next week. Overall, though, temperatures are going to be nice and warm for the next few days. We are going to stay in the 60s for highs through this weekend with low temperatures getting down into the 40s for tonight, but then only into the 50s beyond that due to a little bit more cloud cover, keeping those warm temperatures from the afternoon trapped towards us overnight. And then by the time we get to your Monday, we will be just a little bit colder with temperatures going from 60 to about 50 for Monday afternoon. Overall though, for today, Again, expect temperatures very nice in the lower to mid 60s all across the Tennessee Valley. Lower 60s for southern middle Tennessee and mid 60s expected for northwest Alabama and northeast Mississippi. For low temperatures tonight, expecting into the lower 40s to upper 30s, just depending on where you are for tonight and tomorrow morning. Here's a look at your seven day forecast from the Tennessee Valley Weather Center. Again, a very nice day for today. Enjoy the outdoors while we can. We can for today and for tomorrow and then showers and storms enter into the picture Friday morning continuing Saturday continuing Sunday and continuing for the first part of Monday temperatures though do stay nice and mild in the 60s for the next several days until we knock down about 10 degrees going from Sunday into Monday that to check at your local weather forecast I'm back with you at noon with another weather update.